I only ever write my one genre because that's what makes an expert in it. Welcome to Not Safe for Words. I'm your host, Crystal L. Kirkham, multi-genre author, editor, and cover designer. I'm here to give you insight into the world of publishing and to help you avoid the mistakes that others have made. So stick around. You're in for one hell of a ride where I don't curb the curses. You are always going to get advice on how to be a better writer, whether it's been solicited or not. And sometimes that advice is good for you, and sometimes it's not. I have heard people say that to be an expert in writing your genre, you must only ever write your own genre. Never anything else. Don't experiment. Don't expand your writing horizons. I guess you can kind of figure out how I fucking feel about that advice. And well, for some people, this is the right advice. It's not going to work for everyone. So what Try It, Don't Buy It is all about is that you may only ever publish the one genre of writing, and that is fine. There's nothing wrong with doing that. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't expand your writing abilities by attempting to write in other genres, to learn about how other genres are written, because each type of writing has a very different style, a very different flow that can really help you up your writing of certain scenes and subplots in whatever genre you do choose to write in. And this is why I always recommend that people learn not only to write different lengths of fiction, but different types of fiction as well. And nonfiction to boot. I mean, you are going to learn a lot from being able to do technical writing just as you are from writing fictional stories. So when I say try it, don't buy it, I really honestly do mean try the genres and whether or not you try to sell stories or novels that include those genres as a main plot or a subplot or even just a little hint of an idea in the horizon of your story, that doesn't fucking matter. Learning how to write a romance will actually improve you as a horror writer because I've found, having written both genres, that they're different sides of the exact same coin. The only difference is the emotion that you're trying to evoke from your reader. However, many of the techniques used by both romance writers and horror writers are very, very similar. And I didn't realize that until I started to learn how to write romance. And I think because of doing that, it actually will make me a better horror writer in the long term. Fantasy and science fiction have a lot in common, and a lot of writers already do bounce from one genre to the other. But both often deal with elements of the fantastical and stretching your imagination and how to make what may seem implausible to a reader nowadays seem like it's a very real thing. There are techniques that writers use that not only can they be used in the genre you most commonly see them, 
but they can really fucking be used in other genres as well. One thing you do run the risk of if you are trying to learn to write and master a lot of different genres, whether or not you publish in those, is that it will affect your writing in the long term and not always in a way that you might want, which is why I always say not every piece of advice is for everyone. We are all a little bit different. I have absolutely no problem with turning my back on genre conventions, on creating something so entirely different from anything else you've ever read that you don't know how to classify it, which has happened to me more times than I can count. Um, biggest example is Falling Light. It is what I normally advertise as an LGBTQ romance fantasy. But as many reviewers who have talked to me about it have told me is that this book defies any of your expectations from any of the genres that define it. And well, yes, it can certainly fit into any of those genres. It isn't a perfect fit. It is its own category in many, many ways. And that's the danger you run in that your work if you try and incorporate all these different types of writing and you create something that is really uniquely you and your own story and a story that only you could fucking write, it might not be easy to market, which is tough, really tough. I'm not going to lie to you. When you think you have an absolutely incredible book and most of the people who read it are like, this is a really great book and you can't seem to sell it that's the challenge. But don't let that dissuade you from trying new genres and trying to write nonfiction because you are going to learn how to be a better writer by expanding your own writing horizons. And if you do want to write in other genres, you know, do look back into my podcast. You know, I talk about using pen names here and not having your pen name always be a secret because it doesn't have to be a secret. You can still be you and people can still know it's fucking you writing it, but it's a different name so that perhaps maybe people who only read that genre may not always associate it with that writer who writes that genre that they don't actually like. And that's the whole point of that. So you can consider a pen name if you think it will throw off your readers and that's fine. I've built my career on writing a variety of books and diversifying my writing portfolio on what I'm able to do. And that's me. It's not going to work for everyone. <laughs> it barely even works for me sometimes because it does make me hard to market. But it also gives me a lot of opportunities to expand my career in ways that I might have not thought possible once upon a time. So now let's say I have convinced you to try writing a new fucking genre, trying something different and seeing how it works for you. Well, where the hell do you begin? Do we do short stories? Do we do long fiction? How do I learn the conventions of a genre I'm not used to writing? And those are really good questions. Um, for me, for example, when I realized what I was going to be writing was a romance because it wasn't planned, it was not something I'd ever thought about or ever fucking wanted to write. The very first thing I did was I reached out to my friends. I have 
friends who are writers in many, many genres. And somehow, I also tend to hang out with a lot of romance writers. So I guess it should have dawned on me that this would rub off at one day. <laughs> but that's the first thing I did is I asked questions about, you know, how do these kinds of scenes work? How do you plan a romance? What if I wanted to make it like this? Does that work within the genre conventions? I asked people who knew more than I did. And then I wrote it as well as I could. And many of the more intimate scenes, the more romantic scenes, I actually took to friends who understood the writing of those kinds of scenes better than I did. And I worked with them and I smoothed them out and I learned from them how to make this scene flow the way a reader would want it to flow. And that's all it ever is. Uh, when it came to writing nonfiction, of course, you know, I went to college, I wrote a lot of essays and a lot of papers, I took political science, I took economy, I took um, bioengineering. I, I have a varied background. I took a lot of courses which required a lot of technical writing. And so I already had that background, but I've also written a lot of other nonfiction articles, um, usually as a favor when asked by somebody. And I love doing those too because that also reminds me of how story structure should flow, which in an essay, one thing always flows into the next. It's the same as a fictional story. One thing should always flow into the next. It's as simple as that. So if you want to write a genre you're not familiar with, and if you're like me and you're busy as fuck and you don't have time to read and study a lot of stories in that genre, reach out to other writers. A lot of people are going to be really eager to talk to you about their genre and the conventions and how the writing works and what sort of tropes that people expect to see. And these are things that you can learn to do. You can also spend more time reading short stories, for example, within the genre that you're looking at and see how they flow, see how they work, see how the prose um, rolls off your tongue as you read it out loud and try and mimic those styles as you learn these new ways of writing. Expanding your horizons is something I can never say enough of as being a good thing in any aspect of your life. And in writing, it's no different. Expand your horizons, expand your talents, because you never know what you're going to end up uh, being able to do with what you learn or how it's going to make your writing just that much richer and that much more vital to those who read it. And maybe the readers will never actually know how you make these characters so incredible, even though they're just a walk-on character. Maybe they'll never know how you manage to flush out this sensuous scene of food. Because, dear God, I... I love writing food in my stories and romance writing. Thank you. You have helped me write more sumptuous food scenes. And you can bring other aspects of your writing just that little bit higher. That little bit richer and deeper. And who knows? Maybe you'll actually fall in love with writing another genre. Maybe you'll find... A whole new outlet that inspires you. Go on. Give it a try. You don't have to stick with it. But at least 
give it a drive. This has been another episode of Not Safe for Words. I hope you've found some useful advice here today. If so, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you can join me next time for more publishing and writing insights. Thanks for listening.